if we had the licensing rights, I would have played ACDC's Back in Black because it's perfect for, yeah. like, we're back, at least for a little bit. I think the uh, Olivia Newton-John song, I'm Sorry, would have been more appropriate, but um, also more in tune with our actual pace. But uh, anyway, yeah. How you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Looks like you had a good time with the extended yeah, family. A, you know, it's about as good a time as it gets with family, I think is the... I guess. <laughs> Saw my mother the weekend before, and uh, a good time in that case involves we got out of there without any crying, you know, so I, yeah. I completely understand. There you go. So much has happened since I've been gone, because I've chosen a great yeah. week. There was the Apple event, but that's yesterday. Uh, well, not yesterday, last week. Yesterday, mm -hmm. though, quite literally yesterday, Microsoft held their Xbox Game Showcase, where they announced a bunch of stuff. Uh, notably, the Xbox Series S Carbon Black 1 terabyte version. Paul Thorat for $349 dues coming September 1st. Yeah, it's, uh, it's priced right, right? If you have an Xbox Series S and you add a another 500 gigabytes of storage you would spend a little bit more than the price of the new console plus it comes in black which i think we can agree is the correct color for a console <laughs> but uh yeah nice yeah we also announced a bunch of starfield stuff including a new controller headset they mm -hmm. look good mm -hmm. but i mean it's like whatever well, i mean if that's no, your thing good. that's your thing but of more interest mm -hmm. is uh, a kind of a state of xbox discussion yes. that occurred afterwards yep. which i'm actually kind of writing up now um, Microsoft provided, so <laughs> I don't want to ruin the article I'm writing, but uh, the, the the trick for Microsoft is that most regulatory bodies in the world have agreed to let them purchase Act Activision Blizzard. Two have not. T t this is like a comeback victory in overtime in a football game or something where they have to go to court and win on appeal in both cases uh, to get this acquisition mm -hmm. to go through. So despite whatever public protestations Phil Spencer and others might have, there's a very real chance that this thing won't go through. And they just spent the last 18 months crapping all over Xbox. Boo-hoo-hoo, we're number two, we can't compete. You know, all this stuff has come out about how far behind the Xbox really is. I've also made the case that they don't really talk about that. You could take a small chunk of the $69 billion that they were going to give to Activision or give for Activision Blizzard and uh, maybe put that into mobile gaming, guys. I, you know, Something like you could have done something mm -hmm. over the past five, eight years, whatever. So here they are, and uh, what happens when the FTC and or the CMA or whoever, whatever, courts say, uh, no, no, sorry, you can't do it, right? Um, you've just, you know, kneecapped the Xbox platform. So now you got to try to roll it back, you know? And uh, you know, and I think people watching or reading this or listening to this uh, probably understand that um, Microsoft is not a company of hard numbers anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's all about these vague things like, you know, usage of the top tier games uh, streamed through the cloud has risen by 400% because there were three people doing it before and now there are 11 or whatever that works out to. Um, so they provided a mix of, um, <laughs> I usually think in terms of soft and hard numbers, I guess there are also hard-ish numbers because <laughs> there are things that are a little better than nothing but not as good as actual numbers. Like, we're not going to get consoles sold. We're not going to mm -hmm. get anything like that. But but they're providing some numbers. And I, and I think the uh, the goal here is... And they're also... Well, the goal is to say, actually, you know, it's, a, it's healthy. Like, we're distant number two. We're kind of Arby's to McDonald's or whatever. Um, but we're still profitable. Or, or it's, actually, I can't say that. We're, it's still a, a, a business, whatever. Um but we're also going to make some promises, right? 
because there are other things they've done wrong, right? Like not released any major new franchise games uh, in a couple of years and, or released some games like Redfall that are like hot garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found that whole part of it very interesting because uh, just for, because of the optics. I mean, they've spent so much time crapping on Xbox. Yep. It's um, it's hard to walk back. There's a bunch of know? little stuff in that post too, such as they mm-hmm. said they want to release four first-party games That's per year. That's one of the promises. That's right. That's, That's right. one of them. And you would assume that if they bought, if they can close the Activision deal, that number would increase at That's least right. by one because they certainly get easier. Duty. <laughs> it certainly gets easier. Yeah. Uh, they also are bringing PC Game Pass games are coming to GeForce Now very soon. So, yeah, we already kind of knew about that. Yeah, they were doing, starting to do some games, but now it's yeah. just like, look, the whole PC Game Pass okay. thing can be done through them if you want. The, uh, look, uh, there's got to be a group at Microsoft who are saying, look, this isn't going to happen, or, or maybe this isn't going to happen. I don't care how you say it. We need a, a way forward here that still helps us grow and we, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And so I think I think this is that conversation, yeah. right? Um, because obviously if Activision Blizzard goes through... You know, these goals are all very easy to achieve all of a Correct. sudden. You know, it, it gets easier. But we still need to, I mean, I don't know. I just, this is going to sound like a weird uh, comparison, but I, I just went back and reread a book about the fall of Commodore, the company that made the Amiga. Oh, the Amiga what's the, is. What's the name of the book? Uh, <laughs> it's it, The author's name is Brian Bagnell. It's actually the fourth in a series of books. And it, I think it's just called. I think it's called the fall of Commodore. I think I can't remember. You think I would just know exactly what it's called? Anyway, it's a good book. It's you know self-published, but he talked to all the people who were involved and um, lots of good material in there. It's very detailed. I think the Amiga is the biggest technological disaster. Mm-hmm. I like that the thing that should have been successful that wasn't, and it was all mismanagement on Commodore's part, whatever, blah blah blah. But the thing is, as that thing was going down the tubes, they would have these World of Commodore events and uh, executives would show up and they would say, we, we're plotting a way forward. And, and it all sounded very exciting. In fact, I went to the last one they held in Los Angeles in 1994, I bet it was. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, CD32 was coming out. They had Amiga 5000 was going to happen. That never happened. Um, and, you know, just the Commodore just fell apart. They couldn't do any of the stuff they wanted to do. And um, Obviously, Microsoft is not in that financial condition, but it's hard not to just because I just read about this. Like I'm looking at this Xbox thing, and I'm like, man, oh yeah, the the everything's fine conversation, you know, mm-hmm. uh, next to the sick person in the bed in the hospital. Um, it, it feels a little, you know, it feels like what it is, right? It's like I, yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't. It's weird that. I would never have thought. I thought my, what Microsoft did. I do think what Microsoft has done strategically with Xbox makes sense. But it's also fair to say, like in the last year and a half, you've, all this data has come out, and like the the Xbox isn't like down by two to one Sony. It's like three to one or four to one, depending mm-hmm. on where you're looking. And um, it's worse than we thought, you know. And uh, this Activision Blizzard thing almost suddenly feels like a necessity for Xbox to grow. Because they're not going to grow in this market they're in, like in consoles. Like they, this other stuff they're doing is good. Game Pass makes sense. It's smart. But I, for it to really make sense, they really do need this library. And this is the one area that Sony has done a much better job than them. And it never seemed like that big of a deal to me. But now it seems like a bigger deal to me. Like, um, I don't know. I, it's just, uh, I'm babbling. I'm sorry. It's just, uh, I'm really, 
it's just just consuming my brain right now like xbox like it's like what i think they meant to be reassuring and for me i was like "Mm." (laughs) this didn't this doesn't feel reassuring you know is the name of the book on the edge the spectacular rise and fall of commodore uh no it is oh. not uh the few the guys oh, sorry i'll just look him up. it's brian bagnell yeah that's who wrote this one. Oh, but... okay so he's written uh there's a series of these books so oh. uh this commodore the amiga years which is the one before that and which i've, I've read all his books actually but um actually this one commodore the commodore company it's called commodore the final years mm-hmm. um the fourth one actually is the first one in the series it's the the one he wrote last there should be a fifth one because there's a history of commodore or of the amiga that happens after commodore failed which is a, a tragic comedy but um you know involving such companies as escom and gateway 2000 but anywho um yeah i know what was your so i'm sorry i've been babbling what, what's your what do you what do you take did you come away feeling good about stuff or what was your like it's so they sh- the obvious big bet from Microsoft is Starfield. Like they came in, they're like, Forza's coming October 10th, yeah, right here. Uh, and then they're like, here's Starfield. <laughs> yeah. yep. And they did this massive thing. It's going to come in at 30 frames per second, which, whatever. That, that's a whole different mm-hmm. conversation. Mm-hmm. They're betting a lot on this game. So this game needs to come out polished. It needs to come out in the state that they're promoting it you in. You think polished means 30 frames per second? <laughs> I'm just... From the world's most powerful console. Uh which that's like a whole different thing. Like Microsoft, the whole point, I, I'm like noodling in my head, like is the Series X just a complete failure? Like was it a complete waste of time? I Thank you. I So again, I, fuck, this is literally what I'm wrestling with because I feel like the uh, Series S and X were such a huge improvement over the Xbox One that they did the right thing. And uh, there's this debate, you know, two consoles, different capabilities, you know, we can debate that too. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, how many games come out at 30 frames per second when you're like, um, do we need a Series Y now, guys? So like, what's going on? Right. They were very clear that they don't feel the need to go to the next version of anything right now. Yep. And yeah. So I keep I, noodling around he's, he's, that because it's... Yep. Um, well, here's here's something to consider. Oof. Sorry. Xbox One to Xbox One S. Xbox One S to Xbox One X. How many years were between those two things? I'm going to say probably two. Right? Yeah, something like that. Maybe three. But yes. Okay, maybe three. Well, this fall will be three years, right? That, didn't they come out in 2020, right? The heart of the pandemic? Yeah. So when it, we, we're good to go. We've, we've come to market with uh, the army we have or whatever. I, I, I think, I don't, I don't know. That's... They're releasing a new Series S, which has no hardware differences other than storage. Instead of what maybe what they should be doing, which is making the Series X the S and coming up with a new X that, does whatever such a thing might do a 8x and vr and whatever else i don't know i don't know trying to find the xbox one x what was it i feel like it was whatever it is it's two to three years right i mean the xbox one came out in 2015 Mm -hmm. so there was a five actually it would would almost have to have been like two years because two to three years because of the time frame right 2015 to 2020 Am I right about that? No, it was 2013. 2013 yeah, well, the first post I found said 2017, maybe, but I'm not. Okay. That's the day okay. the post was written. Post oh, yes. was written. Oh, yeah, June of find. 2017. There you okay, go. so actually maybe it was four years. All right, oh, there you go. And then the Series X was launched three years later. Okay. 
It's a series Series X or the Xbox One X. No, the Xbox the Xbox One X came out in 2017, and then the Series X came out in 2020. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, three years between seems like a good idea. I like the idea of midstream upgrades. I think that's one thing that they proved was smart. Sony did the same thing. They had a PlayStation 4 Pro, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe this is the earliest possible time for something like this. Anyway, they've indicated they're not doing it, so don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> so next year there'll be a different story. You, obviously, you you market what you have, so right. they're not they're not going to be a new console this year, meaning a, a truly new next generation or step-up console. That's the way it appears. Anyways, we'll see what happens with the Series X. It feels like a big oddball. Um, I understand why yeah. they did it. Like, they needed that marketing message. We have the world's most powerful console. But, like, it, other than that, it hasn't really materialized it, I, in any meaningful way. They even said the Series yeah. S, which is no surprise, is outselling the X by a wide margin. Series S is a very capable console. It's really value-priced. Mm-hmm. It's easy to get in. There was a stat. I don't know if I have it in front of me here. But I, I want to say... I don't have it in front of me. Uh... It was an Apple-like stat. It was like some like oh, like forty something percent of people who bought the Series S were new to Xbox. This is the type of thing that would have been featured prominently in an Apple event. It's the double-digit number that doesn't make any sense, and it's such a great marketing point. Um, and by the way, this also reminds me of the Amiga because you know it's like you get the low-end Amiga 500. It does great. And then they let it sit there and don't do it. Don't get me. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it, this is. It's a great console. I use it. Well, I don't use it every day anymore, but I use it. I, that's the one I use. <laughs> okay. 